Welcome, it's indisputable, good to be with you. We have a lot of show today. Joining me in the bullpen, none other than Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum, as he likes to be called. He's no longer a cop though. He will debate me again. This time, we will talk about the Build Back Better plan and taxation on the rich. Also, breaking down news of the day with me will be none other than the dynamic former Ohio State Senator, TYT contributor, Nina Turner. Top story of the day. There's a Maryland man who shot and killed his own brother and other people. But shot and killed his own brother because his brother was a pharmacist. And his brother had the audacity to give people COVID vaccines. That's according to the killer. Let's put up a picture of the alleged murderer. A Maryland man killed his brother, a pharmacist, because he was administering COVID vaccines, according to police. Cops said Jeffrey Burnham, 46 years of age, fatally shot his brother, Brian Robinette, on September 30th, because he thought his brother was, and I quote, killing people with the vaccine. That's according to the Baltimore Sun. Burnham is also accused of killing two more people, his brother's wife, Kelly Sue, and his mother's friend, Rebecca Reynolds. Burnham's mother, Evelyn, told the police that her son said, Brian knows something. Multiple times in the days before Brian's death and said Brian was poisoning people with the vaccine. Now, where do you think he got this from? What do you think the brother got this idea that somehow a member of his family was in fact poisoning people with a COVID vaccination? Well, he got it from the QAnon people of the world. He got it from the politics involved in COVID-19 narratives. That's where he got it from. And it has permeated into mainstream culture. There was a time when conspiracy theorists were part of the fringes. They have now infiltrated the mainstream. Another man told the cops that Jeffrey Burnham stopped him in the city of Cumberland and asked for gas. The son reported the unidentified tipster said the man mentioned that his brother was, and I quote, killing people with the COVID shot. Once again, where do you think he got that idea from? Cops said Burnham killed the 83 year old Reynolds, his mom's friend, by stabbing her to death September 29th in her Cumberland home, about halfway between Pittsburgh and Washington, D.C., in the skinniest part of Maryland. Police said he then traveled to Ellicott City, about 100 miles west of Baltimore suburbs, and fatally shot Brian, 58, Kelly Sue, 57. The discovery of their bodies led to a region-wide manhunt. He was captured October 1st in Northeast West Virginia. And according to the police, this all started because he believed that his brother was engaged in murder because he gave people COVID vaccine shots and information. Let's go to Senator Turner. What are your thoughts here? Tragic, first of all, Doc, very, very tragic. 
And apparently this man was probably you know suffering from some type of mental breakdown or paranoia or maybe a combination of all of the above. But definitely that toxic brew of the information that he was getting and him being triggered in this way. It is absolutely tragic and there are other people who could be triggered in the same way because of all of this nonsense and foolishness over the, the vaccine. And then just think about it, if he thinks his brother, a pharmacist, was killing people by giving them the COVID vaccine, the COVID vaccine, but then he goes and kills people. Yeah, it definitely has to be something wrong there. Tragic yeah, it's, story. It's, it's extremely ironic, but it's just as ironic in principle as people who say you need to be independent and then they want to stop you from wearing a mask. Anti-vax and anti-mask parents, right? Outside in the public, they are anti-vax and anti-mask. You have the right to be that if you choose to. In the public, you can do that, you can protest, you can assemble, not an issue. But here's what they decided to do. They decided to harass parents and children who had on mask. Let me take you to the first video. Masking children is child abuse. It is. You mask your child, you're a child abuser. Ron DeSantis, even a minute. Look at the 1918 Spanish flu. They didn't die of Spanish flu, they died of bacteria pneumonia. It's even on the NIH government website. Look it up. He's going to be traumatized because you put that mask on him and you don't let him breathe through it. You're traumatized. That's my choice. Yeah, well, that's my choice. You better respect my choice. No, no, you, you're propagandized. You're not being told the truth. You're making, you're scaring your kid by yelling. It's a damn shame. They are now harassing children. Now remember the irony once again, the irony is this. They say people need to be independent. They need their freedom. They should be able to make their own decision. And look at how they're treating people. Look at how they're treating parents. Look at how they're treating children who wear a mask. This is not about independent liberty. This is not about civil intrusion. This is not about that whatsoever. This is a cult-like behavior, pure and simple. Samuel Braslow, a staff writer from the Beverly Hills Courier, shared a series of videos highlighting these anti-vax protesters. Once they arrived at Hawthorne Elementary in Beverly Hills, they continued their picketing against requirements and the state announcement of a vax mandate. Let me go to the next video. You should choose what goes on your child's face and in your child's body. This is rape. Yeah, this is rape. They're trying to rape our children with this poison. They say it is rape. I want you to think about what that does. There are real rape victims in the world. As horrible as this sounds, there's somebody being raped right now. And people like this would trivialize a great evil in order to fit and promote their political narrative.
their misguided ideology. Shame on them, every single one of them. While the Beverly Hills Unified School District does not require vaccinations, there is a vax mandate from Governor Newsom that announced Friday. Guess what? It does not go into effect until you have FDA approval for all vaccinations for kids. So not not anything happening right now. Let's go to the third video. That was on Hollywood Boulevard. You see, this issue, this element in our society is everywhere, not just isolated in one place or the other. Uh, Nita Turner, have you ever seen anything like this before? It's outrageous. I mean, these people are literally crazy. They're fighting for the wrong things. I wish they put that energy into fighting honk child hunger. You know, imagine they were using that energy for something much more profound than trying to stop people from walking their children to school and also wearing masks if they want to. And your point about the state of California mandating after it is FDA approved, there are also religious and medical exemptions also will apply as well. You know, children get about 10 shots already before they enter school. What makes this one so different? It is the craziness that is being percolated by people who who have you know fancy titles or who have some standing in society, just whipping people up. And they are amped up. I mean, they are turned all the way up, Doc. It's, it's crazy. And another point I want to make is that a lot of people keep talking about the quickness by which this vaccine was developed. Well, no stuff, Sherlock. I mean, we have a global pandemic. We needed scientists and researchers and other folks in the ecosystem of trying to figure out how to help us tame this. However, I wanna share this with our viewers, that researchers really began working on developing vaccines for these types of diseases after they were discovered in 2003 and also 2012 respectively. In other words, there are some variables within the COVID-19 virus that mimic or favor other viruses. So this is not the first time that these researchers have come across some of these variables that it, that that's in this virus, not the first time. So all of this stuff is not, just, it didn't just happen overnight. And we need people to understand that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because the ingredients for lack of a better phrase, the ingredients yes. have been tested and studied for roughly 20 years. That's and right. when you look at the amount of money, the number of clinical trials, as well as the amount of focus placed on this one issue. You had a global focus on one issue at one time in American history or human history. You have never had that level of scrutiny, clinical trials, money, and also studied ingredients being tested, surveyed, and tried during these clinical trials. You have never had that kind of intensity in a study before for a vaccine. And now you have, now you have. And going back to the gubernatorial order, it doesn't impact anyone until they are FDA approved. Now, I wanna take you to this dad who just went ham-ish crazy by himself. Look at this. This article says that 
for the kids to go back to school, they have to be vaccinated. Are you kidding me? Where the where the do you have the right to tell us what to do with our kids, Gavin Newsom? liberal and you're a friend of mine get off my page all that damn flexing so let me first say this okay somebody probably needs to call defects and just check him out you know just make sure everything's okay all right let me give you some background to what this young man is talking about he is ranting and raving about the gubernatorial order that we just talked about, okay? Here's the reality, California Governor Newsom, a Democrat on Friday, announced that the state will mandate the COVID-19 vaccine for all students in school once it is fully approved by the FDA. That's another nuance. Newsom said the mandate would begin with older children age 12 and over in grades seventh through 12th. But it would not take effect right away, given that he is waiting until the FDA gives full approval to the vaccine in that age group rather than the current emergency use authorization. Newsom also noted 10 vaccines already there, already mandated, already in use for years, many, 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 many years in California for other diseases already required. And the COVID-19 vaccine would be the 11th, good for them. Here's the other part of it. You see the mandate as my dear sister just said, allows for personal belief exemptions. That means students and staff could opt out for religious or ideological reasons. Actually, in the technical language of the opt out statute, it doesn't even have to be for what's known as a religious reason, it could be for a philosophical reason as well. But you have dads like this who are willing to harass, be angry. People are being violent, ready to tear down and tear up school boards, school buildings. You've literally had parents say they are willing to burn down the school. Because how dare they say what can happen to my child in school? Wait a minute, they already have vaccine mandates. They already have dress code rules. They already have, here's what time you have to sit your ass in a seat to be in the classroom. These are rules. There is something terribly wrong with how we're looking at this and how we're dealing with it. This is wrong. This is not about a vaccine. If this was about a vaccine, they would have had a problem with number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or 10. It's not about a vaccine. This is about an occultic political narrative connected to one man who has to drop on millions of Americans. Turner, what's your thought? These people lost their ever loving mind, as my grandmother would say. I mean, there is just nothing else to this. I mean, it really is that simple. We're trying to figure out, you know, I try not to enter the mind of crazy folks. This makes no yeah. sense whatsoever, Doc, right? Because I don't want to get stuck there. <laughs> as you laid out, they got a lot of things that they must do. They must send their children to school. 
or they will come looking for you after a period of time. So there are all kinds of rules and regulations that we have to make sure that we keep society safe. Why they are all amped up, turned up over this, I have no idea. But God knows, I wish they would use this energy for world peace, uh, to yeah. save their community. There are all kinds of beautiful, wonderful things that they can get amped up about. We can get amped up together and make some yeah. systemic changes in this country. You cannot dismiss the reality of how this started, how Trump created a false narrative, intentionally misled, politicized it to meet his ultimate goal, his agenda, created disinformation campaigns, connected with those who were anti this and anti that, anti science. You cannot dismiss the political reality associated with how people are now treating or acting in relationship to COVID-19. It's a sad truth, a very sad truth, but we continue to fight it. And that's why we don't get tired of fighting it. Sometimes I see comments that say, "Oh, why are we still talking about it? We're still talking about it because they're still lying about it. And the day that we stop talking about it and they are still lying about it is the day they win. And they won't win here. We got more on the other side. It's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, lot on the agenda, we have a whole lot of show left. Uh, let me remind everyone that this show has been nominated for the best of 2021 Atlanta Magazine's best of series for best TV anchor. You can vote, you can vote and you can vote once a day up until October 11th. I actually think it ends October 11th at 12 midnight. Uh, but go to tyt.com forward slash Rashad, tyt.com forward slash Rashad. Uh, type in my name, Rashad Ritchie. I actually think it auto populates Dr. Rashad Ritchie Indisputable. Just click there and boom, you have voted, all right? I appreciate you in advance. Um, also, Power Hour with Nina Turner, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. That's Thursdays, speaking truth to power, fight the power, get the power, use the power. Power Hour with Senator Nina Turner and Jank Uger. But see, right there, you see that superhero? That's Senator Turner. That's actually what she looks like off air. Seriously, I've seen her. Okay, Andrew Yang. This should be quite interesting. Andrew Yang will be with the Young Turks with Jank and Michael Short today. I'm looking forward to that. Honestly, I think I need to have Andrew Yang in the bullpen. That's just That's just me talking. That's just me, okay? He's a good guy, but I got, you know, he needs to be in the bullpen. Okay, let me read some of these comments. T1T member, Nasty Habits, Nasty Dragon says, waiting for the good doctor, need some care and bash your medicine. <laughs> uh, well, you about to get it, uh, just be anti-racist. Made it just in time for Dr. Richie. Hold the TYT fam is doing well today, and we are. Thank you for that. Uh, Mick, you see the silver hair dragon. I've heard so many people say that we need to be prepared because violence is coming. I disagree. Violence is already was already here and has increased with Trump's permission. Um, with his and his minions constant calls to arm, uh, it will not. Uh, it will only get worse and worse. Well. Seems like it's headed in that direction, my friend. YouTube super chat, Holly Todd. 
These people have to evoke horrendous things to make their stupidity seem justified. It is sick. And you're right about that because they know their argument is weak. So they use somebody else's argument to try to make their argument stand. It's a classic, classic Karenicity trick, okay? All right, uh, Brett Williams, the people that got guns and kids uh, that probably should not. Uh, thank you for the shirt, Doc. Uh, I framed your letter, Nina. Oh, that is so nice. Uh, thank you. Non-human is humanist. These anti-vaxxers have kids and family and I'm worried about them. Uh, we just saw what that guy did, unvaxxed kids are in danger, they deserve better. Uh, I agree with you, I think they do deserve better. Omega Shinron Dragon, let's remember to tell anti-vaxxers hush. Months ago, melanin challenged people were in such a, such a rush. Uh, Queen Nina and the, the good doctor uh, turned lives to much. I like that, thank you so much for that. Um, where is uh, Kelly O'Hara? I haven't heard from her in a while. Uh, Raja Harris, hey Dr. Rashad, uh, and the Nina Turner. Uh, the cherry pie made in your honor was good. Candy butter, graham, cracker, brown sugar. What is this? Is this inside something I don't know about? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. That is okay. more to the message. I need some more clues. I, I don't know. I think they may have made a pie in your honor or something. I, I don't know. Nobody's <laughs> made me a pie in my honor. Okay. I did get ice cream made in my honor, though, by the one what? and only Ben Cohen. Yes, I did. One you of the co founders of Ben and Jerry. Yes, he did. He made hello somebody ice cream for my campaign. Personally, I love it. In, he's in a good guy. Kitchen. Yeah, real he's good beautiful. guy. Yes. Um, Nana Nikki, if Trump had won and recommended vaccines, they will be precisely the opposite. Had he backed the mask recommendations instead of fighting the CDC, we wouldn't be called child abusers for protecting kids. You're absolutely right. If Trump would have said, "Oh, do this instead," this will be completely different right now. You're 100% right. Um, let's go to Twitch Husky One Dragon. My brother's murdering people, so I'm going to murder him. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, Mike. Gonzalez 2K, LOL, literal mic drop. I know my mic dropped, I got excited, all right? You know, bear with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish a Karen would. You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You're gonna feel free, back off! I'm gonna tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. My money is in this bank, and I'm going to take it out. Well, then you have to abide by the rules, and you have to have a mask on. It's not. Businesses have the right to refuse service, even if you're not wearing a mask. That's their choice. Awesome. Well, you need to go and get a mask and then take your money out. You're not allowed to do. Ma'am, listen, we're going to do this the easy way or the hard way. What are you going to do, arrest me? Yes, for intruding on premises. That's hilarious. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And you believe in this? I believe in it. Do you believe in this? The laws, yes. The law says that I do not have to wear a mask. You can not in public, my but you're right. not in public. You're not in my, public. Yes, I'm not going to argue with you about place. this. This is not a public okay, place. I'm this is a private I'm, business. I'm no, you're business. not. We're going to go outside. Are you serious? Do I look like I'm kidding? Well, I don't know because let's let's walk, go walk outside. You've got some issues. I've got issues that you're taking away okay. people's human rights. Okay. 
Okay, Ooh, let's go outside. Let's go outside. Is he going to shoot me, people? Is no. he going to shoot me for trying not to breathe? Cool. Come, cool. On, Come on, dude. Don't. Re- oh, don't do that. Oh, no. Do not touch me. Who do you think you are? Point time. One oh, back thing. up. Back up. Some old lady is getting handcuffed here. Ma'am, put your hands behind your back. Say, you don't stop resisting. Stop. Are you gonna? Is anybody gonna like get real here? Really? Relax. No one's gonna get real. Wow. Come on. Oh, you smash my head down now. Now you're smashing my arm into my private area. Your private area? Yeah. Put your hands behind your back. My hand is behind my back, sir. This one. Turn over on your stomach. Put your hand behind your back. Relax. I'm totally relaxed. No, you are not relaxed. Is anybody going to get real? I mean, what exactly was she asking people to do? To fight the police? She says that the police harassed her. She later says the police broke her foot. They did not, by the way. Uh, This is a throwback, Karen. And let me tell you why I'm highlighting this. You saw in real time what it looks like when privilege runs out. Now, privilege is not 100%. In this case, somebody said, damn your privilege. Now, I want to remind you, uh, the officer was still very calm. I guarantee you if that would have been a black male, he would not have said, "Oh, come on now, come on. Let's go ahead and get down there. Go, Go ahead and put your hands behind your back. No, it would have been different language used. Would have been much more aggression, right? So he was very calm throughout the whole ordeal, even called an ambulance for her trouble. But yes, a private bank can enforce policies as it relates to shoes, shirts, mask, decency, language. If you use profanity, they can ask you to leave. If you don't have a mask because they have a policy for a mask mandate in the middle of a pandemic, private companies can do that. Now, she gets arrested. She's shocked. She wants people to help her. Her privilege has run out. Remember, she's asking people to help her and everybody around her, they're wearing a damn mask. They're following the rules. And she wants them to help her, no mask behind. Ma'am, all you had to do was put on the mask. They provided at the bank for you. This was a real simple fix. But here's the other part. She has a dog inside of her car. Ma'am, you're not even thinking about the pet, ma'am. You are horrible. You have a whole dog outside and you're willing to get arrested. Dog out there in the hot ass sun. Come on now. Here's what happened next. I to Come on. You know what? I think She's getting your stuff. Car. Come on. I think you broke my freaking foot. Okay, I'll call. And that's my business over there. Yeah, she's going to pick it up. Come on. We're going outside. One in custody. Slow everybody down. Okay, um, I've got my dog in my truck. I got you. I'm 10 4. Uh, send EMS for a 60 year old white female. She's complaining of uh, foot pain. Yeah. You broke my damn foot. So dramatic. She said she's being arrested for not wearing a mask. No, ma'am. I'm sure your charge docket says you're being arrested for criminal trespass. I'm positive. That's what it says. Uh, Senator Turner, you saw that pivotal moment where she realized when keeping it real goes wrong. 
<laughs> she took it too damn far, didn't she? Took it too far. <laughs> she did. I mean, she could have had a transaction done and all the time she's <laughs> right. raising all that ruckus. And I believe she was arrested for the same thing. She pulled that same thing back in March. I mean, this That's is right. her MO. This is what this 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 woman does on a regular basis. Just but yeah, it ran out. And you're right, the officer was so kind, really so was. genteel to her. She was talking all that smack. Yeah. Until he said, This is really going down, ma'am. We're gonna arrest you. And yes, you are getting handcuffed too. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about this whole thing is that many of these individuals are the same people that would say to unarmed black men and unarmed black women, black and brown bodies that get Accosted or even killed by the cops. Well, why didn't they just follow the rules? Right. Why didn't why they cooperate? Did they, why did they not cooperate? They were not yes. complying. A Milwaukee man demands accountability after the police accidentally shot him. That's according to their, their narrative. Handcuffed his wife and children while chasing another man. I kid you not. Milwaukee man. Terry Davis, 43 years of age, was shot by a Milwaukee police officer who was pursuing another individual. Davis published a 50 second body camera clip of this encounter. The encounter originally happened September 2019. Let me take you to the video, here it is. They shot the wrong person. Let me give you more background. Police were trying to catch a suspect who fled the scene of a traffic stop, okay? The suspect ran into Mr. Davis's home. Uh, the two men didn't know each other, but obviously Mr. Davis had nothing to do with this encounter. Cops go in, gun, guns blazing, and they shoot this brother. Put his picture up, okay? They shoot him. Let's show a picture of the officer, Nicholas Zins, um, who was discharged after wrongfully shooting Mr. Davis, okay? The story gets deeper. When speaking with the Atlanta Star, Davis said, and I quote, I haven't spoke to anyone from the department since the day it happened. I still haven't received an apology. You mean to tell me these people know they shot the wrong man? They know you could have died from this incident between police and citizen. They know you had nothing to do with a crime whatsoever and nobody is speaking to you. There's no liaison, there's no meeting with the chief, nothing, nada. They first have to acknowledge any wrongdoing. They haven't accepted accountability for their actions in this process, according to Mr. Davis. As Davis was being treated for his gunshot wound, his family, including his four teenage daughters, were detained and handcuffed. 
No charges were filed against Davis and the officer involved was fired from the Milwaukee Police Department. But the injuries of Davis remain. The journey of justice is still ongoing. Two years later, two years later. Now here's the other part, there's a cover up happening, okay? The cell phone is still in the custody of the police. The police still have his cell phone and has been reluctant to release all of the body camera footage. Since the shooting, David has launched a website detailing his case and organized several press conferences to keep pressure on the police and city officials. In November 2019, Davis filed a federal civil rights lawsuit against the city of Milwaukee seeking compensation for damages caused by the police. When the Atlanta Black Star reached out to the Milwaukee PD for comment, they said, and I quote, here it is, the Milwaukee Police Department does not have a formal statement on this matter and there is pending litigation. The member engaged in this officer involved shooting who was discharged with the Milwaukee Police Department. Okay, cool, let's get that damn cell phone video. Can we get that? I'm gonna make a prediction here, lost in evidence. Senator Turner, thoughts? I mean, the obligation of the city and that police department does not stop just because they rightfully fired that officer. Let's get this straight. Yeah. The mayor should exert some leadership here. The police chief should exert some leadership here. And hell, whoever the city council person is, should exert some leadership here. I mean, I served on a city council in my city, in the city of Cleveland, and had that happen to my resident, you best believe I will be working with you know the mayor and others, make sure we get to the truth. Now we know what the truth is now, Doc. So That's ain't right. no need, just say you're sorry. Tell me, yeah. you ain't got no formal complaint prepared yet. How much formality does it take to say, we're sorry, we yeah. were wrong, and how do we make this right? And this yeah. is a bunch of BS right here, they playing Absolutely. games. Yeah, and a mission of wrongdoing, the cop was fired. We got more on the other side, stick and stay. All right, welcome back, we got a lot of show left. Let me read some of these comments. Before I get to the comments, don't forget reactions with Ray Vanna, okay? Happening right after Indisputable. Thursdays, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time. That is a Twitch exclusive. Twitch.tv forward slash TYT. All right? Make sure to tune in. Also, the conversation, always live, 5.30 p.m. Going to be a doozy today. 5.30 p.m. 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Time. TYT.com forward slash live before the Young Turks. All right, here are the comments. Loving it. TYT member Mickey C the Silver Hair Dragon. LOL, Dr. Richie, I baked a pumpkin pie in your honor. I then ate it in your honor. And somehow I don't feel honored. I don't I don't know how that works. Feel like I should have got something out that deal. All right. I appreciate the, you know, the thought that counts, right? Uh, let's put this up. Mickey C the Silver Hair Dragon, the rise of anti-carrots, true patriots. That's dope. Uh, next TYT reporter says, thoughts and prayers, Karen. Thoughts and prayers, that's all you get from me. I mean, what else you gonna do, all right? You're asking people that are following the, the rules to help you not follow the rules. Doesn't make sense. I'm still trying to figure out what you meant by is anybody going to get real? But what do we mean? Like, so what? you want somebody to attack the police? You could have just put on a damn mask. Uh, or went through the drive through window. I mean, there are a lot of options here. YouTube Super Chat. Uh, Chaplain Fred says, Dr. Rashad, 
I am very involved in my area in the San Fernando Valley, California, and all my families have agreed to vaccinate our children. Good, all the families have agreed, good. Um, I have an autistic son and how can he defend himself? I support vaccine, well thank you, I'm glad you said that. Big ups to you. Health profession says, hey, Dr. Richie, I don't even drink coffee, but I got my mug today. <laughs> Hashtag rooting for you. And here's the thing about the mug, the mug is actually magical. So whatever you put inside of it, even if you're not a coffee drinker, it will make whatever you put in it taste better. Just try it, okay? Deidre Dragon, always here and ready for the truth, Dr. Richie. Your help is so needed with exposing nefarious activity. Um, at an Arab Alabama school involving blood testing teams for parking spots. Please let me know where to send you more info. Uh, yeah, we got a place, right? Are we ready with that producers? Okay, we're trying to set something up. Let's put it like that. So if you have a story, I want you to send it to a particular place. We may have that ready for you tomorrow. Um, so Deidre, make sure you tune in tomorrow. Hopefully we will have it to announce at that time, okay? Um, too much for you to handle, love your show. Glad you got in contact with my buddy in Denmark, you're a good man. My pleasure, anytime, all right? Okay, we got a lot of comments, I can't read all of them. Let me uh, touch Twitch as well. Um, loudest underscore carry. Oh my God, love Nita glasses. She gets that all the time, by the way. Let me take you to a very sad story. Young black male teen, a juvenile, in a juvenile facility, loses consciousness after being restrained and died. All right. This is a very tough story. The Kansas Bureau of Investigations is looking into the case of a teen who died two days after he was restrained in a juvenile facility. Let's put up a picture of CJ. That's CJ, Cedric CJ Lofton of Wichita died on September 26th at a hospital two days after he was restrained by staff at the juvenile intake and assessment center. So let me give you some background. On September 24th, Wichita police were called to Lofton's foster father's home around 1 a.m. Authorities say police found Lofton behaving erratically outside and spent time trying to convince him to seek mental health treatment, but ultimately took him into custody on suspicion of four counts of battery of a law enforcement officer following a physical struggle. At the center, Lofton was placed in a holding cell. The young man allegedly assaulted a staff member after he was let out of his cell to use the bathroom. Then a lengthy physical struggle between Lofton and several staff members. To get him into the holding cell and place him in the handcuffs, the KBI said in a report adding, adding that when Lofton was under control, correction staff were monitoring him and noticed he became unresponsive. So, so this just happened by them looking at him, according to the report. The police reportedly were called back to the facility before staff realized the team was unconscious. Emergency services arrived 
and transported the young man to the Westleigh Medical Center where he died two days later without regaining consciousness again. If charges are filed, footage will be released during the preliminary hearing. The KBI said there were potentially five staff members involved in the restraint. None of them, not one, is on administrative leave. Let me tell you why this is so difficult for me. Let's put his picture up again. This is a child. This is a child. He's a foster kid. I was a foster kid. I was in and out of juvenile. I was wayward. I didn't follow the rules. I don't think I deserve to die, just like he didn't. And now the people that killed him, think about how much they don't care about his life. It is routine if you kill somebody, even if you were justified, you have to sit down for a minute. You have to go on administrative leave. We have to investigate, you have to sit down, you come back when the investigation is final. This kid meant so little to this agency that not one of them is on administrative leave and he's dead. Nina, what are your thoughts? It is tragic, Doc. The, the tragedy is not just with this young man, but this happens all over this country. Yeah. And in, in this particular case, the district attorney said that they don't even have enough right now to, to even file charges. So not only are these people not on administrative leave, the system itself is saying, we don't have enough right now to even file charges. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Something may never be done about this. Justice may never be served. I hope that's not the case ultimately, but that's right. what it's looking like right now. Right. It is just a wanton disregard for black life, period. Because it's happening too often for yeah. us to say that it's anything other than that. We can call that a macroaggression that, that's very prominent and it's center and it's tragic. But then there are these microaggressions. That lead up to this kind of behavior and this kind of lack of compassion. Let me take you to um, a, an amusement park where a black mother, now get this, a black mother at an amusement park called the amusement park. Person answers the phone, he's rude. He hangs up on her, hangs up in her face. She goes to the amusement park, she finds the guy at the counter and says, why did you hang up in my face? An issue about customer service turned into this. Here's the video. I don't care. Don't be sorry. Because obviously, not only is he rude, but he's racist because he doesn't want me to question him about okay, why he rudely hung up in my face. Building for calling me racist. That Mom, is the dumbest. Can I get an officer so to you're calling to the police uh, because I asked you a question? Can you get the police over to send them ASAP? I have a customer that's. Send them. Absolutely. I never knew it was your policy to call the police on someone who asked why you hung up in their face. No, that's unacceptable. I literally said, why did you really hang up on my face? And he told me to leave his establishment and said, I'm calling the police on you. That was our literal conversation. This mother is trying to make sure that she's being a good mother. You know, she's at an amusement park, spend some quality time, have fun with the kids. You know how that goes, right? Well, this person was rude. She says something about the rudeness. This is a customer service situation. 
That's what this is. Now remember, when you call the police, you're calling a gun. You have determined that in order to reconcile or remedy this situation, somebody with a gun needs to show up. You mean to tell me that somebody with a gun needs to remedy a complaint about your damn customer service skills? Put up a picture of this young lady, Amber Spencer is her name. That's the mother, okay? She got the police called on her. Spencer will go into detail as to what happened on her Facebook page. She said on Monday, September 20th, Urban Air Adventure Park manager, she knows his name is Brandon, called the police on my 11 year old son and I falsely reporting that he needed assistance ASAP. Removing a customer who was behaving, and I quote, inappropriately and screaming and swearing at him. None of that happened. She does go into detail about what happened. You see much of that already on the video. Sadly, the police department did arrive. They made no effort to determine what actually happened. They said, telling me the manager said I behaved inappropriately and was forced to leave, okay? That's the conclusion of that story as of now. We're looking for updates and I'm sure she will provide them as they come. But once again, Senator Turner, black woman, simply inserting her right to complain about customer service, right? She gets 911 called on her. She's not violating any rules. No, not at all. And the fact that he took great, you know, he 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 knew exactly what he was going to do. He didn't struggle with saying, "I'm calling the police on you," yeah, because it's the default position. And you know why? Because they know that when they call the police on black people in particular, some action is going to be taken nine times out of ten against that black person. No mm-hmm. questions asked. Yep. You know, as 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 a great one great rapper once said in some lyrics, "My skin is my sin." That was Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. That is real. That was real generations ago, and it's still real today. And that is why they do it with great. You know, they they a, a ban, I mean, they don't even think about it. They don't give it a second thought to be able to call the police. And then, secondly, taking away her agency as a black woman to be able to ask a question. Right. You know, Doc, I do a agree question. with you. This is a customer service issue. She was not out of control. She was very calm, cool, and collected. She just wanted to know. Why are you being rude? Why did you hang up on me? I think those are reasonable questions because I would ask the same questions too. And I might not have been so cool, calm, and collected because I cannot stand somebody to hang a phone on me. <laughs> Come on now. That's it. Yeah. All right. The Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis police on video hunting protesters. Let me just go to the video on this. Here it is. Six of the people said so they're from Minneapolis and they're all white. It's nice to hear for, and we've moved to, tonight it was just nice to hear. We're gonna go find some more people. Instead of chasing people around, yeah. we're going to hunt.
You heard their commanding officer tell them instead of chasing people down, you hunt them, hunt them. And then you saw the hunt, you saw them celebrating the hunt. You saw them shooting at people, telling them do this, do that. And then giving each other high five, you saw that. Those were cops doing it. And then they're in an unmarked white van pulling out on another man shooting rubber bullets. He shoots back, he doesn't know who the hell they are. I wish I had much more time to go into this story. Bottom line, the man that they shot at who shot back at them, they ended up charging him with attempted murder. A jury acquitted him. No, this man was trying to defend himself. He had no idea what y'all criminals were doing. Nita Turner, give you the last word. Doc, we got a systemic problem with public safety in this country, policing in this country, and the fact that they were just so cavalier about it should disturb us all. I, Doc, we got to come back to this one because I got so much more I want to say. I know about this. We will. Yeah. We will. Sister, always a pleasure having you on. I'm wearing my Karen. I wish a Karen Wood shirt. Are you? Are you do? Oh, I yeah, love I it. I wish, because <laughs> we do live by the wish creed. All, okay. day, all day, all day. But but we're going to put the I wish and I hope creed together one day. We're going to come up with um, a, a synonymous creed for both, all right? We I appreciate you. Thank you so appreciate much, dear sister. You. Be good to yourself, be good to each other, be good to the planet. The truth is always indisputable.